I want to tell you a story uh, that involves three things. Persistence, anguish, and joy. A while ago, um, Brandon Banks, famed bestie, fantastic podcast partner, and uh, just all-around wrestling nerd good guy, Brandon Banks, uh, had given me an idea to take some of the battle royals that I had been doing in my various tournaments uh, <clears throat> and making them more exciting. And it was a very good idea and led to, I think, uh, you know, uh, some good series of episodes. And as we arrive near Royal Rumble time, I, of course, being the way that I am, decided let's take that good idea that Brandon Banks had and let's take it to a thousand. Let's push it as far as it can be pushed. Because you see, friends, if you go back through the history books, you can find over 500 names and characters and variations of wrestlers uh, who have taken part in the greatest gimmick match of all time, the Royal Rumble. We forget that it is a gimmick match in the same way that the Iron Survivor match was a gimmick match. Uh and the Royal Rumble has had 500. I counted 525. Uh, I don't think that's a fully accurate count. And I am including in that, of course, uh, different variations of the same character. Uh, so we get the obvious things of your Barry Darso's, who was Smash and Repo Man, along with all of his other characters in WCW and WA. Uh, so we count both of those. We count all the iterations of Charles Wright, Good Father, Godfather, Papa Shango, all of that. And we count versions of wrestlers. For example, Edge comes to mind. Edge has only had the name Edge, but uh, you would agree with me, I believe, that there have been different uh, versions of that character over the decades. And so I got 525 names. And I am imagining a sort of, if you're familiar with the comics, you know of the Secret Wars, um, where, you know, all of the heroes and villains of the age got transported to a single planet and basically had to battle it out um, for the whims of this uh, omnipotent being. So in this instance, we are having our own Secret Wars. I get to play the role of the uh, omnipotent being. I am the beyonder in this case. And, uh, you know, we have these 525 wrestlers and we see uh, who stands tall at the end. But the problem with being an omnipotent being is that when you have that much power, you are constantly on the hunt for perfection. And I have spent... Hours. I will not give you the number, for it embarrasses me, but I will tell you it is hours, plural, and it is, uh, to quote Departy, it is in the double digits. Um, I have spent hours working on versions of this and recording versions of this and trying to come up with the proper way 
uh, to be able to keep track of 525 names, the order in which they entered, the order in which they're eliminated, uh, who eliminated who, and how many eliminations does each character have under their belt. That's a lot to take in, and uh, I, I said this was a story of persistence because obviously I'm still at it, but it is a story of anguish because I will tell you there are recordings, some have been deleted, others I have yet to delete, in which I am perhaps at the lowest point I have ever been in a podcast because uh, I can't get it to coalesce. I can't get it to go perfectly. The the inferiority complex, the imposter syndrome, we all possess to some extent, is screaming in my head as I'm recording these. This is not a good show. People are not going to like it. You're just saying numbers. You're not doing anything. Um, and I was in a low place. I will tell you, I was in a low place. And I went to the aforementioned Brandon Banks, who I will tell you there were moments where I loathed him and all he stands for because he is the one that put the bee in my bonnet to do this sort of thing. And he should have known that I would take it to the limit. Limit. But it was Brandon Banks who saved me. It was Brandon Banks who pulled me back off the precipice and reminded me of two things. Number one, most likely, the list of people who are going to be really paying attention to this show, I can count on two hands, and that's being generous. <clears throat> and number two, he reminded me, just like Vince McMahon did to the crowd at one point, have some fun, damn it. This is supposed to be a joyful thing. And if I am anguishing over it, I'm probably doing it wrong. And so I took his words, and they were just what I needed to hear at just the time I needed to hear them. And so I sit here, not with, I had at one point like 14 papers scattered on this surface. I had, you know, documents and plans and dice and notebooks and multiple... I had a phone, a Chromebook, and a laptop and 14 papers all trying to keep this sorted. I sit before you today with the recording device that is also going to have the list of names. One blank notebook, one pen. Yes, dice may be involved... I have my phone just so the outside world can find me if I get lost. And of course, I got my water. You got to have your water. And so with that being said, my lovelies, uh, we're going to do this. And we ain't going to stop till we're done. This is going to be its final form um, come hell or high water. And I'm going to constantly remind myself to find the joy. The Pope will continue to proclaim his positivity uh, now that he has rediscovered it, thanks to Bishop Brandon Banks. So, with that being said, if we're going to start a Secret Wars Greatestest Royal Rumble, that's what it's called, it's the Greatestest Royal Rumble, uh, we need to know who's number one and who's number two, don't we? And I'm going to tell you that the number one entrant 
in this Royal Rumble is a wrestler who I believe entered number one at one point and then won the darn thing. Maybe he was number two. But Booyaka Booyaka 619, our first entrant is Rey Mysterio. And there are, there are wrestlers who I said have different iterations, and some of them I give them what I would call their current standing or legendary standing. And what I mean by that is you know when a wrestler returns to a rumble and makes a surprise entrant, your Diesels, your Pipers, your Snookas, um, you know, they ain't as good as they once was, and they may not be good once as they ever was, but they're in the rumble. Uh, so this is legendary version, or I should probably just call it current Rey Mysterio, because he's still wrestling. It's not like he did a one-off. This is your modern-day Rey Mysterio entering at number one. And at number two, we are going to have Adam Bomb. So immediately we're crossing the decades. We have the giant little man sort of thing. Our rumble has begun, Rey Mysterio and Adam Bomb as the first two, followed soon by number three, Mr. Bull Buchanan. So now we have two hosses, uh, we could say, along with poor little Rey Mysterio. We have to hope that Adam Bomb and Bull Buchanan will take each other on, leaving poor Mysterio alone. And then following him at number four is, uh, we have many versions of Ron Simmons. He's not nearly close to being the most frequent, but he's there in multiple facets. And this is APA Ron Simmons. This is the closest we get to actual Ron Simmons. This is damn Ron Simmons. Farouk in the APA is in at number four. Three hosses and a lawn dart. And then following him at number five. So what's going to happen? I've done this enough that I can tell you how it's going to work. These first hours, and yes, I say hours, strap in. These first hours are going to primarily be spent with wrestlers joining the fray. There are 525 names. Those names have been duplicated on a spreadsheet. The first time we see their name, they enter. The second time we see their name, they've been eliminated. I think I have a way. I figured out a add-on to Google Sheets that will highlight the second time they appear, so I will be able to know it's an elimination and not have to go back and check. I think that's going to be a nice feature. But these first episodes, we're going to fill this ring or this world that is, you know, maybe you imagine a world that is just filled with wrestling rings. And these wrestlers rove from place to place and eventually they find other wrestlers and they get in the ring and fight. And when you're eliminated, you fall through a time portal and you go back from whence you came. That's how I picture it anyways. But these first episodes are going to be just wrestlers joining. We'll get some names who are early eliminations just by the law of numbers. I don't know that law, but I know it exists. Uh, but we're going to fill the ring, and then as we get into the middle hours of these episodes, plural, um, things will start to even out where we'll get a combination of eliminations and um, entrance. And then hopefully by the end, I haven't gotten there yet, but hopefully by the end, it'll just be people getting tossed left, right, and center. All right, so we have those four. Mysterio, Adam Bomb, Bull Buchanan, Farouk. 
Let's add Bart Gunn. I have him listed as a member of the Smoking Guns, but there really isn't any other version of Bart that was in a Royal Rumble. Sadly, Bodacious Bart isn't going to be part of this today. Brawl for All Bart wasn't in a Royal Rumble. This is just Smoking Guns wrestling in jeans, which to me is always a bad choice. Bart Gunn in at number five. And at number six, we have a big 90s contingent here. Let's add a you know, modern wrestler to try to help out poor Mr. Mysterio. Let's add the powerhouse of street, the Street Profits, Mr. Angelo Dawkins. <clears throat> so, you know, you can try to imagine how this would work. A rumble is every man for himself. They always say that. And I'm sure we will see evidence here um, of how that works. But uh, we will also see, and we could imagine perhaps how these people ally together. You know, do Mysterio and Angelo Dawkins pair off because they're, you know, more modern wrestlers? We also have to remember that this is legendary Rey Mysterio, so he knows all of these guys. He's aware of Adam Bomb. Maybe he wrestled Chronic in WCW. Uh, maybe he he might have missed Bull Buchanan there. Eras might have crossed paths, but he surely knows Farouk. Um, whereas Farouk, APA Farouk, has no memory of everything after that, so he doesn't know who Angelo Dawkins is. And this will come into play at some point when we get to, um, you know, will Farouk and J this version of Farouk and JBL ever cross paths? And if so, how's that going to work? Because Farouk's not, he's going to recognize his best friend Bradshaw, but Bradshaw's going to come out in the cowboy hat and the wrestling jacket, and it's going to be a little weird. So those are some of the things we have to look forward to. Can I already tell you how nice it is not to be shuffling stuff? Uh, the, the amount of conversation we're having right now is far more than we usually do when I try these things. So I'm enjoying it. Let's get our next superstar. And I won't even let the fact that it's a Harris brother get me down. Our next superstar is 8-Ball. So again, uh, we've got, you know, <clears throat> modern day, early 90s, two guys from the Attitude Era, early to mid-90s, modern wrestler, Attitude Era. Eventually, we'll get a bunch of 80s wrestlers. They haven't shown up yet, but they're going to be there. So 8-Ball is in. <clears throat> Maybe he and Farouk go at it because, you know, Farouk was part of the nation. Um, the nation would have feuded with the Disciples of Apocalypse, so maybe they pick that up. And our first, you know, crazy bit of fate immediately happens all the way at number eight because this entrant is the son of our number one entrant. Number eight is Dominic Mysterio. Now, something else for you to keep in mind. This is up to the 2022 Royal Rumble, obviously, because the 2023 Royal Rumble hasn't happened yet. So Dominic and Ray are still together. The Judgment Day breakup has not happened in this universe. So they're still buddies. Will they remain so? Will a turn happen here? I am going to be exhibiting some amount of Beyonder-type GM powers to maybe influence some things and help out with some you know, clever eliminations, but we'll see. But right now we've got the Mysterios in, you know, out of 525 wrestlers, they're both in in the first eight. This sounds very much like a regular Royal Rumble where the random things that happen 
just seemed to work out. At number nine, I would not have told you you could have given me a thousand dollars and I would not have been able to tell you that Roberto Ricardo Rodriguez, not Roberto Rodriguez, I don't know who that is, Ricardo Rodriguez was in a rumble. He's in at number nine, followed by somebody that I do know is in a Royal Rumble because he's amazing, Bastion Booger in at number 10. Will he fight with Adam Bomb? Will he team with Adam Bomb? Will they both go after Bart Gunn in sort of a, hey, remember when WWF was in the early to mid-90s and it stunk a little bit? Uh, So our first 10 are in. No eliminations. No surprise there. Uh, And a fairly decent spread of talent. Coming in at number 11, we have Vladimir Kozlov. Uh... I will tell you right now, the era that's going to get hosed the most, no surprise, is the era that took place when I wasn't watching wrestling. So from uh, 2005 through 2014, that decade, um, the rise of of John Cena... um, the last good years of The Undertaker, all that stuff. I was a casual wrestling fan at best. I knew who Vladimir Kozlov was. I'm sure I've seen a match of his, but I couldn't remember it. So if Vladimir Kozlov, he did have multiple characters, I suppose. There's heel, foreign bad guy, Dijakovic sort of era, and then there's silly Santino partner era. I couldn't tell you if both of those were in a rumble, and I'm not going to separate them. So this is just this is Kozlov's one shot. He better win, or he's out of luck. Unlike somebody like Edge, or a John Cena, or a Charles Wright, or a Taker, who has multiple versions that we'll get into. Speaking of which, here's someone who has multiple versions. Owen Hart is in here a couple of times. This version we're seeing in at number 12 is the saddest version. This is the Brett and Davy Boy and Neidhart left Owen stayed version. Um, let's not talk about the trauma. Let's try to keep this joyful. There are some names we are actually going to be uh, tweaking a bit to try to keep this joyful. Um, so let's just celebrate that Owen Hart's here. Because we love Owen Hart in at number 12. And at number 13, another former Intercontinental Champion, Tito Santana. Our first, what I would consider, you know, big time 80s wrestler here. I know Ron Simmons technically wrestled in the 80s. And um, I know that, you know, Norman the Lunatic or Mike Shaw, but Bastion Booger probably wrestled at some point in the 80s. But Tito Santana is the first, like... 80s guy, quote-unquote. At number 14, one of the members of the Samoan dynasty and a name that's really fun to say, Umaga, in at number 14. Many of these wrestlers will last multiple hundred people. Many of these wrestlers will last. They'll come in at 14, and they may be eliminated like 307th, and they're going to be in for a long time. I hope that's true for Umaga. We love him. I look forward to seeing his work when I get to it, if I ever watch wrestling again, because let's face it, I've been spending a whole lot of time doing this, so not a lot of time watching the graps. 
And at number 15, this person is going to potentially immediately start brawling with Farouk. Um, Ahmed Johnson in at number 15. 15 wrestlers are in. None have been eliminated. Let's see if that keeps happening. We get our first Hardy Boy at number 16. Jeff Hardy again. Different versions of Jeff Hardy. This one is another version we'd call the kind of current version. Not now, because I think he's either in rehab or he's in AEW. But, you know, when he showed up in the last year or two in the Rumble, that's the version we're talking about. And a wrestler that does have way more characters than I think we ever give him credit for, uh, A-Train, or Albert, or Prince Albert, or Lord Tenzai. There's a lot of them. He's in at number 17. And at 18 is a version of a Hall of Famer that makes me laugh every time. Chainsaw Charlie in at number 18. The stockings are on the head. The overalls are on. The chainsaw's in his hand. Sadly, there's no member of the New Age Outlaws for him to attack. Maybe he chases Bastion Booger or Ricardo Rodriguez around. That would be funny. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby, one of my favorites. My heart's going to get broken a hundred times in this because many of my favorite wrestlers are going to be on this list and in this match, and they all can't win. So I hope this guy lasts a long, long time. Haku... There are two versions of Haku. This is what I would call the 80s to early 90s version. The 2001 version where he comes back after the invasion with the poofy hair and the baggy pants. I love that version too. Uh, But Haku is in. He should be throwing out a whole bunch of people. We got hosses, excuse me, hosses coming out our ears here. And at number 20, not a hoss, but another one of my favorites, Breezes walks. It's Tyler Breeze coming in. Hopefully he comes in and just sort of hides because there's a lot of meat in here. He probably would be best to avoid. And at 21, we finally get our first um, Charles Wright iteration. And it's the one with the most annoying sound music or theme music, sound music. Theme music, The Good Father. The right to censor music plays, and The Good Father comes in. In fact, the Bull Buchanan might actually also be, that might be the right to censor version of him as well. So we may have two right to censor members in here. So hopefully they would naturally sort of team up. Let's fill another team, and maybe they'd be going at each other, because coming in at 22, the other half of the Street Profits, Montez Ford. I still believe Montez Ford's going to be a big, big deal. Um, I don't watch weekly. Haven't seen the Street Profits do a lot on pay-per-view, but I still think Montez Ford's going to be a big deal. Still on that train. Uh, 23, another tag team specialist. This one from the 80s. His partner's not here yet. But at 23, Jumpin' Jim Brunzel is in. And then at number 24, I told you, Sometimes we get legends who come back for one-offs and, you know, they can barely walk. This one is no exception. We love him. Uh, He will forever be tied to the DDT wrestling experience because of when we started and how we started. But Roddy Piper, when he came back that last time with Jimmy Snuka, oh, it was painful to watch. And painful to, you know, he looked like walking was a hardship for him. 
But Roddy Piper in at 24. And at 25, let's all stand back because there's a hurricane coming through. The hurricane is in. So we've got the hurricane, Tyler Breeze, Jeff Hardy, Owen Hart, uh, Montez Ford, Mysterio. We have a lot of, you know, a decent-sized group of cruiserweight middleweights. But we've got some hosses, too, right on top of that. Let's add another cruiserweight to the list and get Scotty Too Hottie in at number 26. Scotty Too Hottie is in. And at 27, the best Royal Rumble debut of all time, even if the camera work really sucked when they did it. The phenomenal AJ Styles. We all will remember that day in 2016. It's been almost seven years since uh, AJ shocked the world by showing up at the Royal Rumble. Uh, and now he's a household name in the WWE. Crazy how the world works. And wouldn't you know it, the person that follows AJ Styles is the person the camera wouldn't get off of. So we couldn't see AJ come in. We had to watch this guy's face, which is a thing they seem to do a lot of. Uh, Roman Reigns is in at number 28. Uh, this is the S.H.I.E.L.D. version of Roman Reigns. So he actually wouldn't recognize AJ Styles from that specific thing. Because um, in his timeline, that hasn't happened yet. This is Roman coming through the crowd as part of the shield. There'll be another Roman at some point along the way. And let's keep the current wrestler train going by adding the show-off, Dolph Ziggler. Again, this is his more current version. So this is the Dirty Dog version. This is Dirty Dog Dolph is in at 29. And at 30, we have Bad News Barrett. Not to be confused with Bad News Brown. We'll see him later. But this is Bad News Barrett. We are 30 wrestlers in. So a full rumble. Nobody has been eliminated yet. Eventually it will happen. But not yet. Not yet. Maybe it'll happen next. It won't. But we'll get a ridiculous wrestler. We'll get the Red Rooster. Now... I'm not going to use my GM powers to eliminate people once they enter the match. I totally reserve the right to eliminate them before they get into the match. But I'm going to... Uh, the Red Rooster can stay in. I, the odds of him winning are slim. I have no idea who's going to win. I didn't look. I'm going to avoid spoilers. I can't promise you it's going to be a big name. But I do reserve the right when we get to like the final 10 or, 10 or so. Uh to sort of stop and make my own ending. I do reserve that right. But the Red Brewster is in at 31. And at 32, let's get someone just as silly. Uh, let's get Jonathan Coachman. Jonathan Coachman technically in a Royal Rumble match. Uh, there will be some non-wrestlers and a celebrity wing that will make it into this. Uh, Jonathan Coachman is one of them He technically could win Let's hope not But he could I would love this guy to win The intellectual savior of the masses Damian Sandow Is in He's another one I won't be super heartbroken if he's eliminated But if he wins this thing I will celebrate And wear my bathrobe Uh oh Oh all right, 
Next up, 34. My favorite number, but nowhere near my favorite wrestler. It's Kurt Hawkins. Kane and all coming in. And speaking of Kane, the next name is Kane. Uh, Glenn Jacobs has multiple versions of himself in this, as I would assume you would know. Not just Kane's, of course. Uh, this is Corporate Kane, which was my favorite Kane until uh, Glenn Jacobs, the politician, left such a sour taste in my mouth that Corporate Kane is less fun to remember. Uh, maybe that's just me, but I'm less high on Corporate Kane than I used to be. But he is in at 35. Let's keep the ball rolling here with number 36. Uh, Tatanka, wrestler I loved as a kid. And again, this is the legend version of Tatanka. I want to say sometime in the mid-2000s, Tatanka had a mild comeback in the WWE, which is crazy to me to think about. I can't wait to get to that stage of watching wrestling. Uh, Tatanka's in at 36. And at 37, let's throw in the man-beast Rhino. Rhino is in at 37. These rings are filling up. It doesn't have to be the same ring. I suppose you could imagine, you get to be the one to visualize how you want this to work. I suppose you could imagine a wrestling ring the size of like a football field, but maybe like a full square. So like a football field long one way and another way. And wrestlers are just coming in from all angles and filling one giant ring. Or you could imagine, you know, different sites and locations Madison Square Garden, you know, uh, the Fleet Center, Staples Center, wherever else wrestling happened. Wembley could happen in Wembley, could happen at the Tokyo Dome. You don't know. So wrestlers could come from all over. Speaking of, we have a nation member. Now, Farouk technically is past the nation at this point, but our next wrestler is a nation member, and it is D'Lo Brown. Um... Coming in, no chest guard for this version of D'Lo. Uh, he's in at number 38. And at 39, the first wrestler to ever scare me, uh, Yokozuna, in at 39. Another wrestler I'd love to see go far in this. I'd also love to see a face-off with him and Haku or him and Humaga. Or I'd love to see the three of them just start beating the crap out of people. But Yokozuna is in, and here we go. Our first elimination is about to take place, and sure enough, it is Corporate Kane. I didn't plan it this way. It just happened. Kane, who I think, maybe not anymore, but at one point held the record for most Rumble um, eliminations, but he's the first person to go. And for this, what I'll do, and we'll, we'll tweak it as we go, there are 39 names. I have two dice. Maybe I'll add a third 20-sided dice here to give everybody a chance. I'm going to roll the dice, whatever number it is. That number of entrant is going to be who eliminated it. So it will be number 17, 31, 36. So Kane is going to be eliminated by Tatanka. Oops. Let me actually spell his name right. So Kane gets eliminated by Tatanka. You're in charge of telling the story of how that works. Maybe it was a group and Tatanka was, you know, the last one to touch him. Maybe Tatanka had a moment of 
inspiration and strength and was able to eliminate Cain all by his lonesome. Uh, I'll let you be the judge of that. But Cain is our first elimination. He is done. And maybe what I'll do is just draw a line through his name. There we go. This is, I was making this way more complicated than I think it needs to be. I know it will get more complicated, but I think just a notebook. I, I should have known not to trust, you know, printed out sheets and stuff. My notebooks, they do the job. They do the J-O-B. All right, number 40, 40th entrant is Chris Jericho. We have different versions of Chris, of course. Uh, this version is the short-haired version, uh, not the current list version. I suppose they're not current, not the list version. This is, you know, again, late 2000. This is like the Jericho version, I want to say. Short hair, you know, when he got his hair cut, which I always like in a wrestler, because it usually signifies a character change of some kind. But that Chris Jericho is in at number 40. And at number 41, we get another S.H.I.E.L.D. member in Seth Rollins. But this time, this is uh, like the architect, Seth Rollins. He's already orchestrated the breakup of the S.H.I.E.L.D., which is interesting for us because the, the Roman Reigns that exists is still in the S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I would imagine, knowing that, assuming he knows that, Seth would play it up and not bother telling anybody and try to team up with Roman and do the fist thing, even though he's not wearing the tactical gear, even though he you know, might look a little bit different. And then maybe at some point, another current wrestler, maybe an AJ Styles or a Dolph Ziggler or somebody like that, would fill in Roman Reigns on what happened, and then Seth would be in trouble. We'll see how this goes. But Seth Rollins in at 41. And at 42, Finn Balor. Um, I can't tell you. know, I'm assuming this. it's not Demon Balor. It's not Judgment Day Balor. This would be, you know, I wear the leather jacket and I do the cool entrance. And that's the extent of my character, Finn Balor. I don't know what else to say about him. But Finn Balor's in at 42. And at 43, the microphone descends from the heavens because in comes Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. He's in at 43. And at 44, Vince McMahon's son enters the fray. And if you're singing, here comes the money in your head right now. Nope, the other son. Hornswoggle. Swoggle is in at number 44. Followed by another wrestler who wore jeans for some reason, but this was only a, you know, one-time thing, so to speak. Uh, in 2000, the British Bulldog returns to the WWF, and he's wearing jeans. I don't know why, but he was wearing jeans. He didn't wear the tights. He just wore jeans. Short hair, wearing jeans, wrestled for a few months, then left. He was with the Mean Street Posse, if I remember correctly. Another weird thing. But he's in at 45. And at 46, this guy spits in the face of people who do not want to be cool. Carlito, apple and all, in at 46. And now we get our second elimination. And it's another hoss. It's the good father. The good father is going to be eliminated. So what I think we'll do is 
we're going to start from Tatanka at 36 because he was the person who eliminated. I'll roll the dice, add that up. And if we need to go around the horn and back to the beginning, that's what we'll do. So we've got 23. So we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So this will be Tito Santana. Tito Santana is going to be eliminating um, the good father. It could have been Bull Buchanan, but we don't need to go there. What I think I'll allow myself to do is I will allow myself to kind of go maybe one or two spaces up and down from where I left off. I'm going to let Tito do it just because, you know, we're getting this started. But I could have gone to the two wrestlers that preceded Tito or the two wrestlers that followed him if there was a really good idea of somebody to eliminate the good father. I could have gone with Ahmed Johnson, but really, why would you? Why would you go with Ahmed Johnson if you don't have to? That's what I'm saying. But the good father is our second elimination of the day. And at number 47, he was in a Royal Rumble. Now he's in AEW, but really he's just at home playing video games and seeming to be very happy doing it. Adam Cole, baby, is in at number 47. Following him, another hoss, another hoss with multiple uh, variations. We know him as Brian Adams, but we know him best as Crush. This is not Disciples of Apocalypse Crush. This is not uh, Kona Crush. Technically, Kona Crush was not in a Royal Rumble. I should take this moment to pause and mention that certain big-time wrestlers just never happened to be in a Royal Rumble. The biggest example of that is Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, wrestled for titles at the Rumble but was never in the Rumble match itself. So he's not in this at all. Maybe I could throw him in if I find a name I want to replace. I should keep that in mind, actually. That might not be a bad idea. Somewhere along the line. But Scott Hall technically was never in a rumble. Uh, Kona Crush was never in one. We have Demolition Crush. He'll show up later. We have Nation DOA Crush. He'll show up later. This is the Tribal Crush. This is Camp Cornette, Black Singlet, Purple and Silver Face Paint. I always liked that crush best for some reason. I think because that was the crush I sort of, you know... When I was first really getting into wrestling, that was the crush that existed. So that's the one that always sticks out in my mind. But he's in at number 48. And then he's been eliminated once, but let's bring him back. Kane is out again. And this is your OG, you know, masked monster Kane. This is that 98-99 Kane is in at number 49. And another all-time great, uh, and this is kind of at the peak of his powers, hustle, loyalty, respect, coming in at number 50, our 50th superstar, John Cena, in at number 50. At number 51, J-A-double-F, no, J-E-double-F, what sort of name is Jaff, J-E-double-F, J-A-double-R-E-double-T-double-J, Jeff Jarrett, in another wrestler we will distinguish in some ways because of the hair, but in this case, it's just Double J with the light-up sunglasses and all, in at number 51. And at 52, we have one half of the Nasty Boys, Mr. Brian Nobbs, in at 52. And why not? Let's just throw another cane in. 
Let's get three canes in the first 53 entrants. Uh, this is what I would call 2000s cane or the Jacob Goodnight cane. The, you know, the mask is off, the hair is short. Um, the evil monster who terrorizes Lita Kane is in now. So we have two Kanes. Do we have any of the wrestlers who are in twice? Usually we have a bunch, but I think in this case we might not. We've got a wide variety happening here. Um, so Kane is in at 53, and at 54... Um, a wrestler who will be synonymous with the Royal Rumble um, for various reasons. No, for one reason, not even various reasons, but it's an infamous reason because he almost died. Titus O'Neil, who trips and falls, and I swear, he would have died on camera. There is, there is a lot of alternate universes in which that happens. The, the ring, you know, it's not a ring apron. It's a solid LED light system. And at the speed he was running, he would have tripped, slid into it, and potentially broken his neck or severely damaged his brain. So we really lucked out. Um, and this is the Titus O'Neil that is the brand ambassador. Again, I kind of call it a more current... Uh, Titus, you know, he's not a wrestler, but he's definitely part of the PR machine he's in. And following him, we get a wrestler from the WWECW era, although he is an ECW original. Tommy Dreamer, who I can't believe is still wrestling, in at number 55. And another ECW guy immediately follows him in Lil Spike Dudley. So, ECW contingent slowly growing. Uh, another wrestler from the, oh yeah, I remember him, file. Uh, he used to be Salvatore Sincere. I don't think Sal Sincere was in a rumble, but Tom Brandy was. Uh, so he's in at number 57. And at 58, another wrestler who, for now, I think is most known for an infamous reason, but maybe that will change. He's the guy that Accidentally, let me say that right now, accidentally broke Biggie's neck, Ridge Holland, in at number 58. Uh, the Brawlin' Brutes, I love it, but when people think of Ridge Holland, would, so if somebody was like, oh, who's that guy? You're going to explain it as the guy who broke Biggie's neck. In fact, I think I did that with Doc Manson fairly recently. We have a couple versions of Sami Zayn. Sadly, not the bloodline version, otherwise known as the best version. Uh, this is the version, I call it the Che Guevara version, although it's really a Castro version. He got the green jacket and the green hat, and he's a, you know, managing Shinsuke and whatever. That version of Sammy is out next. Following him, one of the many faces of Foley, we got Cactus Jack, which is awesome, because now we've got Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie in this ring at the same time. Watch out, world. Watch out. They're coming. Next up, former Intercontinental Champion, second-generation wrestler. Uh, this name is much better than the other name he'll be known as in this. Curtis Axel. Uh, one half of the B-team, B-team, go, go, go. Curtis Axel is in. And here we go. I've been waiting all day to be able to say my favorite wrestling name. Say it with me. I bet you know what it is. Quang. 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 Quang is in at number 62. 62 wrestlers. 
two eliminated. So this, whatever, however you're imagining the ring set up, there's 60. It's World War III. We got World War III going on right now. Let's get another Sami Zayn, because one's not enough. And this is your early Sami Zayn, fresh off of NXT, babyface feuding with Kevin Owens. Kind of, sort of, no real character. He's just the nice guy. The, he's the underdog. What was he called? The underdog of the underground? Was that his name? I guess that's a character. I guess that's a character. Either way, we've got two Sami Zayns and two Canes. Two Zayns, two Canes. Let's add to the ECW contingent, and let's get the human suplex machine, Taz. He is in at 64. And let's get another wrestler we already have. He's wearing jeans. Now let's get in the version who has longer hair and is wearing tights. The British Bulldog, sort of circa Wembley 92. That version of Davy Boy is in. And the first of the Fatus... We will get, there's many versions of Rikishi. This is uh, one of my favorites because he's wearing a muzzle. The Sultan is in at number 66. At number 67 is the Birdman, Coco Beware. He is in at 67. And let's get a son of Rikishi. Why not? Let's, let's have him come in right one right after the other. We have the Sultan, then we have Coco, and now we have Jimmy Uso. Uh, another wrestler who the only versions that I've seen that have been in a rumble are the early baby face. We do a, the, you know, we wear brightly colored shorts and we do the tribal ritual on the way to the ring. Not the Uso penitentiary, not the bloodline, the early, early versions of the Usos. Uh, so we've got 68 wrestlers that fills up one full page of my uh, notebook. So I've got enough space for, I'm doing two columns. So I've got 70 spots, 68, two eliminations. Uh, let's keep the ball rolling, shall we? Let's keep it going. The next name that will appear on our list is, we had, when did Cactus Jack show up? It was like 10 spots ago. Coming in at number 69, the hardcore legend himself, he doesn't need a character, it's Mick Foley. He's in at number 69, uh, followed by our first member of the Wyatt family, Eric Rowan is in. Yet another hoss in a sea of hosses at this point. We're up to 70 uh, entrants here on our list. The ring is, or however you want to visualize it, it's so full. Uh, at 71... Let's get John Morrison, not Johnny Nitro. We'll get to that. Uh, this is your, I suppose this is your Miz and Morrison, you know, early teens. Again, this, I'm confused in the lost years as to what happened when. I'm presuming this is, you know, early to mid-teens of 2000s. John Morrison in at number 71. And at 72, from the model-type parkour playboy to the Arkansas pig farmer, Henry Godwin, in at number 72. Let's spell his name right. And then from the Arkansas pens uh, to one half of the natural disasters, let's go with our first John Tenta, and Earthquake is in at 73. 
Oh my. Our third elimination, and it's a big one. Uh, he just got here, uh, but Mick Foley. We've lost a Kane, a good father, and a Mick Foley. Big names getting eliminated early on here. Uh, let's keep up the three dice. I like the three dice. I think this is working. So we've got a 28, and we're going to pick up from where Tito Santana. So that brings us to uh, Seth Rollins. So does Seth Rollins eliminate Mick Foley? I think he does. I think he does. There aren't any other names that would make more sense in the vicinity. So Foley by Rollins. So there we go. Our third elimination. And again, some big names have gone. Spike Dudley is still in. You know, we've got an Ahmed Johnson still in. Hornswoggle's still in. But Mick Foley is out. And then the show must go on, so let's bring in Seamus. Again, we've got a couple versions of Shamey. This version is when he was one half of the greatest tag team name to say. Uh, he's in at number 74. And then at 75, let's complete that Killer Bees tag team. It's funny how those things work out. And bring in B. Brian Blair. B. Brian Blair. In at 75. And let's stay in the 80s, but have one of the greatest, toughest sons of guns, even though he came to WWF kind of at the end of his career. The King. Harley Race. All hail the King. Harley races in. And then from a legend to a, oh yeah, that guy. It's Mike Knox. Mike Knox is here, everybody. That's all you need to say. Maybe Kelly Kelly came to the ring with him. That would be nice. Elimination number four is about to happen. And it's a, it's a hurtful one for me. Because I really like this guy, and I think he's going to be a big deal, even though he might not be right now. But Montez Ford has been eliminated. Ooh, wow. I rolled, I have three 20-sided dice. I rolled three 15s, 15, 15, 15. So that's 45. We left off with, well, so 45, 6. I got to do some math here. Hold on. Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're close enough. I'm going to use my first GM abilities. You know who's eliminating Montez Ford? Let's, let's kickstart the singles push. Uh, Montez is getting eliminated by Angelo Dawkins. I was within a couple of numbers of that, and so that's what I'm doing. Uh, Angelo Dawkins tosses his teammate. They're still friends, as far as we know. Tosses Montez Ford. Don't trust anybody. Anything can happen. And other things as well. But Montez is out. Our fourth elimination. And let's bring in somebody who, you know, I'd love to watch these two in a singles feud. Montez Ford and number 78, Ricochet in. Ricochet. Uh, probably, you know, there are some weird names of guys that you're like, oh, yeah. I can't, you know, Doug Gilbert. 
younger brother of Eddie Gilbert, I think he was the younger brother, but brother of Eddie Gilbert, um, you know, famous in probably like the Memphis area, but Doug Gilbert, it, that mid-90s, man, they were desperate for anybody to get into these rumbles. They need, they just needed bodies. Now you could have four Royal Rumbles with the amount of talent on the WWE's roster, but back then they were desperate. They got Doug Gilbert. He's in at number 79. And then let's have another elimination. Lil Spike Dudley, he's gone. So let's find him and cross him out. Boop, boop, this is working lovely. And he's going to be eliminated by... Let's do some math here. He's going to be taken out by, yeah, let's have Dolph Ziggler. Let's let Dolph Ziggler do that. So Spike Dudley going to be eliminated by Dolph Ziggler. So he gets an elimination, taken out Lil Spike. Maybe it's an ECW, WWE thing. I don't know. But either way, Spike is done. And then let's get our 80th entrant, um, you know, Alternate universes. This is the guy who is the enforcer of evolution, Mark Jindrak. Remember, the pictures were taken, and then they changed him with Batista. But Mark Jindrak in at number 80. And at number 81, 80s wrestling, world-class legend, who, again, sort of just randomly showed up in the 90s for one Royal Rumble. The Great Kabuki is in at number 81. And at number 82... Everybody, get your wallets out. It's time to pay your taxes. IRS coming in at number 82. And at number 83, this ring could barely contain one Haku. What are they going to do when the second one shows up? At number 83, your 2001 Tongan Death Grip Haku is in. So we've got a couple of Hakus. We've got a Cactus Jack, Yokozuna, Hornswoggle. Goodness. Goodness, the talent. And Hornswoggle. Oh, this guy's going to feud with Hornswoggle in this. Um, we've are probably already forgotten about him, but just think of the lack of chin, and you'll remember James Ellsworth is in. I should pause here for a second. Is James Ellsworth, does he qualify for the bad guy rule? Let me look this up. Oh, let me see here. Does he qualify for the bad guy rule. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Scandal. I feel like there was something that happened. Um, fired, insulted page. This is worth it in the end. James Elworth scandal. Deny sending nude to a 16-year-old girl. Okay. Now, apparently... If we, if we are to believe the brief thing I just read, I took my 30-second research. He was accused of sending inappropriate pictures to a 16-year-old. Um, he didn't, or supposedly he didn't, uh, but that did sort of harpoon his wrestling career. Not that his wrestling career was going to be, you know, stellar. Uh, does he deserve to be in this? It doesn't give me a good taste in my mouth. Um, that he's in this, I'll tell you that. It doesn't make me feel good that he's in. So I think what I'm going to do... I think what I'm going to do is I am going to immediately have him get tossed. 
by Haku. So Haku comes in at number 83. At number 84 is James Ellsworth, who immediately gets tossed out by that Haku. I'll have to remember that because event there's a there's a cell somewhere here where he's eliminated. Uh, but we're going to eliminate him now. I could have substituted him for somebody, but we're just going to get rid of him. We're just going to get rid of him and never speak about him again. And there we go. He's out. Uh, moving on. Coming in at number 85, Matt Hardy. I told you there are different versions of these wrestlers. This is the only version where it says version in his name. Matt Hardy version one is out at number 85. And at number 86, I love this wrestler because he reminds me a bit of my daddy. Jimmy Del Rey of the Heavenly Bodies is in at number 86. And at number 87, another... Uh, I was going to say tag team specialist, but he's at the time of this recording, he's the never open weight champion and he's going to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom despite being a WWE employee. Carl Anderson, the machine gun, in at number 87. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Dead man walking. You done it now. You gone and made a big mistake. Uh, the American Badass, Undertaker, Big Evil. I know we could probably separate those two, but I'm not gonna. Short hair, don't care. Uh, that version of the Taker is in at number 88. Life is good. And another Hall of Famer, at least he will be, uh, Daniel Bryan, right in the heat of the Yes movement, is in at number 89. And at number 90, let's keep the Hall of Fame train going here. One-third of the new day, it is Xavier Woods. That means we have three-fourths of Departy in. We've got Breeze, we've got Chugs, we've got Creed. Now all we need is the Swissman. If the Swissman shows up, Departy could eliminate everybody else. That's how I feel about Departy. But I love this guy almost as much. Our first Barry Darso. Here comes the Axe. And here comes the smash, and actually Axe hasn't shown up yet. But smash of demolition is in at number 91. And at 92, it's him, it's him, it's D.D. Pym, uh, stalker D.D.P., you know, post-invasion, weird character decisions, D.D.P. in at number 92. And at 93, Bob Hardcore Holly in at 93. So we've got a whole bunch of people. We've got 93 entrants. We've eliminated six. So there's 87 wrestlers. And I'm telling you, it's just going to keep going like that. That's how this works. There will be one to 200 wrestlers in at the same time before we are done. At 94, let's get our first edge. Like I said, we have different versions of edge. This is the sort of current version. You know, he makes his return after so many years away. Legendary Edge coming back. Another great Rumble moment, all-time Rumble moment. Edge back at number 94. And at number 95, let's get another wrestler who'll be in this twice. Uh, fresh off of the invasion, Tommy Dreamer. Not WWECW. This is full w or ECW Tommy Dreamer. In at 95. And let's get another Farouk in. The nation has its leader. Farouk of the nation is in. So Farouk of the APA came in at number four. He's still around. Now at 96, we've got 
our second Farouk. At 97, his name has got to be in here. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope he gets eliminated soon. Nobody's favorite, Shane Douglas, in at 97. And at 98, one of the members of Legacy, he is most likely, although, you know, it's December when I'm recording this. Spoiler, spoilers. It's December when I'm recording this, but I still have to believe that Cody's going to show up at the Rumble. That would make the most sense. But this is Legacy's Cody Rhodes in at number 98. And our 99th wrestler, he's so good, let's get a third version of him. Farouk the Acolyte is in at number 99. So we've got a Nation Farouk, an APA Farouk, and now an Acolyte Farouk. They should join up as one. The, you know, we've got our trinity of Farouks taking the world by storm. And at 100, the glass shatters, and out comes Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, coming to the ring at number 100. And at 101, the, there are some, you know, for every Shane Douglas, for every Doug Gilbert, for every Mike Knox, there are going to be a bunch of big names so much so that we're kind of putting them on a list. So, Chris Jericho, you just made the list. And then, of course, is that version of Chris Jericho that shows up at number 101. At 102, we have Sione, the head shrinker. You may not remember Sione. Um, I think Samu was pretty much done at this point, and so he was replaced by Sione, or maybe it was Fatu, I can't remember. But this is the Barbarian who they just decided, hey, you can be a head shrinker. And he was. And his name was Sioni. I wonder if that's his actual birth name. I think it might be. The Barbarian Wrestler. I refuse to let myself look stuff up. It is Sioni. His name is actually Sioni. Born 1958. Tongan Wrestler. I love how his Wikipedia picture is him in 2017 with the Powers of Pain makeup on. Still looks like somebody I would not want to fight. Sioni is in, and now let's get another Barry Darso because we need more Repo, Repo, Repo Man. Repo Man in. And one of the un Americans, uh, Test. I never got Test. And I know I'm in the minority for that. I never got him. I didn't get it. I didn't think he was particularly talented. Yeah, he looks good standing there, especially with the short hair. And yes, the whole thing with Stacy Keebler and the testicles was funny, but I, I never got test. It never made sense to me. It wasn't, he's not my cup of tea. This wrestler I got, though, another big guy who looks good standing there, great bodyguard and had personality to boot. It's Diesel. Uh, this is the bodyguard version of Diesel. We have a couple different versions of Diesel we'll be getting. Uh, this is 94, 95. I'm the quiet bodyguard, but I probably eliminated a bunch of people because we're starting the build for me to be a big deal because I'm seven foot tall and I have good hair and I'm personable. And he's got charisma to spare, that Kevin Nash. We have one Godwin. Let's get another one. Phineas joining his brother cousin. I don't mean that in a uh, negative way. I just honestly don't remember what the relationship was. Uh, but Henry came in at 72, Phineas in at 106. We have gone 
a very long time since an elimination, um, especially since when you consider I fabricated the last one. It's been over 25 names. Uh, and let's just keep the ball rolling here. 107, it's the Blue Meanie. He was in a Royal Rumble, at least one. Let's give Smash some help and get another Brian Adams in here. Crush from Demolition in at 108. And at 109, the B team is complete. Bo Dallas, you go, Bo. I believe in you. Uh, and I hope you do well in our greatestest Royal Rumble. You're in at 109. And at 110, this wrestler could take out a bunch of people by himself because he is a one-man gang. One-man gang. Next in. We go back to those mid-90s. They took the Headhunters, which were a team big in Puerto Rico. They called them the Samoan Squat Team. Not SWAT Team, but Squat Team. And uh, they wrestled in a rumble. So this is Squat Member 1. Because they didn't have names. They were just numbered 1 and 2. Because this was back before the internet when you could do that. So Squat Team 1 in at 111. And at 112, R-Truth. Now, there are a couple versions of R-Truth. This is Awesome Truth, R-Truth. Um, we have that version, and then we have uh, the kind of more current, my bad version. And we have K-Quick. So, if you like Ron Killings, and I do, you're going to have a good time here. Next up, this guy made a big comeback. It was actually his only... Appearance at a Rumble was kind of as a legend making a comeback. Bubba Ray Dudley is in. The Dudleys, again, were tag team wrestlers, probably doing tag team things, and the roster was big enough that you didn't need to wrestle twice in a night. So Bubba Ray is in. And at 114, another name we love to say, Beefcake Brutai, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, in at 114. Tons of wrestlers. Eventually, we will get some eliminations, uh, and we're just we're in a group of bees right now. We can't get away from the bees. We got Bubba and Brutus, and now we've got Batista. He walks for miles inside that pit of danger. Uh, legendary Batista, the one who won the Rumble, I think, before Mania Thirty. Was that the one? That version, I think. Blue Tista, Blue Tista. That's the one I want. He's in at one fifteen. We haven't had a Shawn Michaels yet, so let's get one of them. And this is Rocker's Shawn Michaels. The earliest version we can get is Rocker Shawn in. And after that, another wrestler, legend, Hall of Famer, Booker T. This is kind of where he comes off of commentary and wrestles. I think that happened at least once. But either way, you're more current, not even King Booker, past King Booker, I've already pretty much retired, but I come back for the Rumble and a payday, Booker T. Oh, this is how I love these Rumbles, because right after that is my favorite Booker T. I just said his name. All hail King Booker. So Booker T legend in, and then the next sell down is King Booker. So we go back-to-back -back Bookers. And let's go from back-to-back -back Bookers to somebody who wrestled Booker T at a WrestleMania, uh, Triple H, Evolution uh, Triple H is in. So we had a five, let's, let's, let's go to the last seven wrestlers. Bubba Ray Dudley, Brutus Beefcake, 
Batista, Shawn Michaels, Booker T, King Booker, Triple H. The talent, the talent that appeared in these rumbles. Uh, this wrestler is talented, not to that level, but he certainly got the skills. Apollo Crews in at 120. Still only six eliminations. But again, there is 1,050 cells on my spreadsheet. We're at cell 125, so we are, you know, not even 10% done. So I told you to strap in. I meant it. Uh, second version of this wrestler, but this one has crackers, and that makes everything better. Rhino, when he came back and teamed with Heath Slater and ate a lot of crackers and made people happy, Rhino is in. And let's get another Jeff Hardy. Why not? Uh, this is your sort of 2007, you know, coming back from TNA the first time, world champion Jeff Hardy, as in at 122. At 123, we go back to the 80s and rugged Ronnie Garvin, hands of stone, Ronnie Garvin in at 123, former NWA champion. And it happened. The circle is complete. We're going to get an Uno game that happens right in the middle of one of the rings. Departy is here because out comes Cesaro. Cesaro is out, and in the first 124 wrestlers, we have the entire Departy. They're going to find themselves, they're going to find each other, and we're going to just, the cameras will see them playing Uno, like sitting in a ring playing Uno. Um, you know, other wrestlers will show up, maybe they'll all take them out, and then they'll go back to their game. That would be hilarious to me. 125, let's get Al Snow. We're going to almost fill this entire page with only three eliminations. Crazy how that works. Our first Nelson Frazier. Uh, Viscera from the Ministry of Darkness is in next. There are many different versions of Nelson. This is the first one. Usually by now, in previous attempts at recording this, he's in four or five times by now. And I said we had a bad news not to be confused with. That was a while ago. Bad News Brown is in next. And then we have an Edge. We might as well get a Christian. Edge made his return one year. The following year, Christian made his comeback. It was nice, but it wasn't nearly as good. But I've always been an Edgehead instead of a peep. That's just been me. I'm always, I've preferred Edge over Christian the entire time. Um, but Christian is in at 128. We have Umaga. Let's get his alternate personality. One half of three-minute warning. Let's get Jamal in here. And then let's get another member of the Disciples of Apocalypse and get Chains. Sadly, the fake Undertaker didn't make our list. He didn't, wasn't in a rumble. Uh, that story started at a rumble, but was over by the time we got to the next rumble. But sorry, fake Undertaker. You're not in this. But who is in? Former Money in the Bank holder, one half of Alpha Academy. We got Otis. Otis is in at 131. And another big, bulky, stocky hoss follows him, Nikolai Volkov. We've got 80s, 90s, and today. We've got, we're a radio station of talent here on the Greatest Dist Royal Rumble. And almost wrapping up the page 
Doink the Clown in at 133. And yep, we're going to finish the page and not have another elimination. Coming in at 134, one half of Los Guerreros. It is Chavo Guerrero in at 134. So we have two pages. 134 wrestlers, only six eliminations. I've got 33% battery, so we can keep going a bit. Uh, these episodes will probably be about two hours in length, and hopefully uh, that will get us done in time for the Rumble, but we'll have to just see how that works. So let's move rapidly along. Chavo was 134. At 135, let's get another edge. We knew there were going to be more. This is, we had the latest edge. Now let's get the earliest one, the part of the brood, that edge. Uh, in at 135, great entrance, greatest theme music ever. He's in, and now we get the greatest version of an all-time great wrestler. Mark Henry, fresh out of the house or the Hall of Pain, Again, this was during my lost years, but what I've seen of it, I've loved. That Mark Henry is in. And finally, we get another elimination. Goodness, that took a while. Um, and it is going to be Bart Gunn. So Bart Gunn came in at number, what was he, five? He was. He was out in at number five. And he is eliminated seventh. He made it over 100 names. He's the first part, the first person in the top 20 entrance to be eliminated. And he will be eliminated by, let's see, math is fun, 30, right? No, 40. 19 plus 9 is 20, 40. And we left off with Haku. So we're going to Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Am I okay with him eliminating Bart Gunn? No. We're going to go to, uh, we're going to have our first person who happens to interrupt the Uno game, and Bart Gunn gets tossed by the Swiss Superman Cesaro. You don't interrupt an Uno game. It's impolite, Bart. It is impolite. You should know that. You're a cowboy. You know the importance of playing cards. You ought not to do it. And so, Bart Gunn eliminated by Cesaro. We're up to seven eliminations. Let's get another one. Let's go back to back. We're getting to that point, and oh goodness, where is he? This will be the hard part, is trying to find the wrestlers. Uh, he came in at number 40 right after our first elimination. Chris Jericho, with the short hair, is our next elimination. And they will be eliminated by 1635, 41. So... We'll do math here, and no one will mind, because it's fun. And I've had fun this whole time. This time, this recording has flown by. This is so much easier than it was before. So what did I say? 41, right? 19, 25, yeah, 41. We need 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10, 10. All right, so 29. Wrestler 29. Let's have, who is this? Jericho. Sure. You know what? You know who's going to get their second elimination? Dolph Ziggler. Because I'm sure I have seen 
when I've written down matches and things, uh, I have seen a Jericho-Ziggler feud, so that makes sense. Ziggler's going to be the first person to eliminate two people, and he takes out uh, Jericho short hair version. All right, back to the entrance, but hopefully that is a sign of things to come as we get here. We are, you know, over a fourth quarter of the way through the entrance. That's something, isn't it? I think so. Uh, Long Island Ice Z, Zack Ryder, in at number 137, and at 138, I can't put this guy in. The name is Saba Simba. Tony Atlas, given a incredibly offensive character. Um, I don't know how he feels about it, but I can't feel good about it. I could just call him Tony Atlas and give him the, the treatment he deserves. I think that's what I'll do. So I'm not going to let him be Saba Simba, but Tony Atlas, who was a big part of wrestling in the 80s into the 90s, uh, we'll give him under his real name. He's in at 138. Maybe it's, you know, he managed Mark Henry at some point. So maybe it's that version with the silly laugh. That version was fun. Uh, but Tony Atlas is in. And then following him at 139, the pride of Puerto Rico, Savio Vega is in. So now we have two versions of that because, of course, we still have quang, quang, quang. At 140, a former Rumble winner, Mr. Vince McMahon is in. Um, how do I feel about that? Because technically, if I eliminated James Ellsworth for being accused of sending inappropriate pictures, Mr. McMahon has not only been accused, but he has been essentially, you know, he, he's admitted it. He's paid off women that he's been inappropriate with. Uh, so we can't have him be in this, can we? No, we shan't. We shan't let him. Um, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just cross his name out because there are some wrestlers who, you know, they're scheduled to appear and they don't. They get replaced by other people. In this case, I am going to replace him uh, with somebody who is not his biggest fan at all um, and, in fact, isn't a wrestler. So we're going to knock on the lab door. We're going to go into the lecture hall and we're going to say, Doc Manson, we need you. And coming in at number 140 is Doc Manson, wrestling in the greatestest Royal Rumble. Doc Manson is in, and he is followed by member of the Nation of Domination, The Rock. So before taking over the entire world, but after that stupid Rocky Maivia gimmick, The Rock is in at 141. And at 142, the model, Rick Martell. So, again, in this universe, uh, I believe Strike Force still exists, according to Tito Santana. So is Tito Santana going to try to reunite with former partner Rick Martell? Will Rick Martell attack him since they're feuding? Will the model ignore him and try to find Tyler Breeze to kind of get a pairing, you know, get Tyler Breeze, get John Morrison, make like a beautiful people sort of group. We'll see how this works. 
And uh, at 143, another wrestler I'm not willing to let be in my uh, tournament. It's supposed to be Alberto of the River. But let's replace him with the guy who was never in a Rumble, uh, but should have been. Let's throw Scott Hall in. I'm going to call him Scott Hall, too. I'm not even going to call him Razor Ramon, although I should. I should, but we'll put Razor in. So right after the model, Rick Martel is the person who beat him, showing my wrestling nerd trivia. Uh, they were the last two wrestlers in a royal, a battle royal on Raw, so they wrestled each other for the Intercontinental title, and Razor won, beating the model, model Rick Martel. Crazy the things I know. Uh, next up, it's a new day. Yes, it is. And Big E who hopefully we will see in a Rumble someday, unless he doesn't want to be, in which case that is his choice. This is how I feel about the Big E situation. Um, I hope he is cleared and is able to wrestle if he chooses to. And then once that happens, if he decides he doesn't want to risk it for the biscuit and he just wants to not be a wrestler anymore, that is totally his choice. But I hope he has the option to, because it's never fun when you get that taken away. But Big E's in at 144. We now have two members of the New Day. Let's get our second member of the Usos and get Jay Uso in here at 145. And then let's get another Bull Buchanan version because that's what the world needs. Uh, B Squared. When he was with uh, the Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena, he was B Squared. He's in at 146. What did I just do? Oh, there we go. And at 147, the Portuguese Man of War, Aldo Montoya. I don't think Just Incredible was ever in a Rumble, but Aldo Montoya was. And he's in next, followed by a wrestler who would become the master and ruler of the world. Sid Justice in at 148. Another Haas following him, the masterpiece, Chris Masters. If he gets eliminated, and I can at all justify the role landing him somewhere near uh, a member of the party. The party will eliminate Chris Masters, and all at once they will say, "Your masterpiece." I got a lot of the party jokes today. I, I've watched some Uno. I was watching some like greatest hits Uno. It's such a good show. If you haven't watched it, you're missing out. I really do think so. So if you haven't watched it, I recommend calling people you know. Somebody call your mama, because our 150th wrestler is Ernest the Cat Miller in at 150. And at 151, let's get another version of Jeff Jarrett. This is your legendary Jeff Jarrett. I know that he's doing stuff in AEW and good for him. I've, I've gone around on Jeff Jarrett. I don't love him, but I don't hate seeing him on my television. So when I saw he was showing up and hitting people with chairs and going after the scissor boys, I was okay with that. But that version is in at 151. And at 152, let's get somebody who feuded with him all throughout the Memphis USWA territory, Jerry the King Lawler, not the legendary version, 90s Jerry Lawler, in at 152. And at 153, let's get MVP, a wrestler I completely missed. I missed almost everything of the MVP era during my lost years. What I did not miss, though, was this version of Mick Foley. I did not miss Mankind. I saw almost all of Mankind, and it was glorious. And from Mankind, we go to serving hard time in the 80s with the big boss man. He is in at 155. 
155 entrants, eight eliminations. So we are, you know, we've almost got 150 wrestlers here. And let's keep it going with a member of the Mexicools. Let's bring in Psychosis. Maybe he'll find Rey Mysterio, and that would be a nice moment for them. And then our first member of 3MB is in. Uh, it is Jinder Mahal in at 157. And why not? Let's give another Mexicool in. Let's get super crazy in at 158. So we got Mexicools, three-man band, Mexicools. And then I mentioned it earlier. I mentioned it earlier, the bad name. Uh, this is my choice for the worst name in wrestling history. And I include Beaver Cleavage in that. Uh, Michael McGilligutty. Such a stupid name for someone that you know is the son of Mr. Perfect. Dumb. Uh, let's get another taker. We have the American Badass Taker in. Let's get another one. Let's get the post-American Badass Taker. And let's get the Dead Man Taker, your 2000s, you know, uh, defending the streak version of the Taker. JBL, Michaels, that version is in at 160. Time flies, friends. Time flies. And, and hopefully... Uh, you know, my editing skills aren't very good, but it's been about, oh goodness, six hours since I was talking about uh, The Undertaker and his opponents and things. Uh, took a little break, went on a date with my wife, went and saw Black Panther, um, which really should have been more than one movie, but that's neither here nor there. And we got home, got some Thai food, some absolutely goddamn delicious honey duck. My God, it was good. Um, and I got home and I immediately wanted to come back to this, which is a promising sign because the the agony that I was doing with the first versions, um, this was, you know, this was my Sisyphean task of rolling the ball up the hill, rolling that boulder up the hill, only for it to slip off my shoulder and have to start back down on the bottom. But today, I'm like, yes, let me get, give me that rock. Let me push it back up because we're getting places here. We are getting places. We got 160 names in and we're not even, you know, an hour and a half in. This is going so much faster. Uh, and, you know, if it doesn't, if it winds up slowing down at parts, I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with that too. I've, I've just decided let's let's embrace the love let's embrace the love 160 wrestlers in only eight eliminations so far we know that will change doc manson's running around in the tournament who will follow <clears throat> dead man undertaker somebody that i wish i wish oh how i wish this guy had had a chance to end the undertaker's streak at wrestlemania close your eyes for a second while i give you this matchup and tell me you don't smile with the imagined glee that this would bring. Undertaker versus Kevin Owens. If Kevin Owens could have wrestled the Undertaker, the prize fighter going for the ultimate prize to be somebody to end the streak, that's a good, that's a good piece of business right there to quote an awesome podcast all right uh owens is in at 161 at 162 i love this wrestler he did great 
in an earlier version, he eliminated like four or five people all on his own, and he just had his last match, apparently, uh, not too long ago for me. Uh, Jamie Noble in at 162, and following him is another version of Daniel Bryan. Uh, this is the version who believed the fans were fickle. He's got a hemp belt, uh, that version of Daniel Bryan, in at 163. Had himself a great match in Ring of Honor with Jamie Noble, if I remember correctly. If I ever get Honor Club, that will be a match I'll be looking for. Uh, another legend showing up, this one in awkward blue shorts. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, um, you know, a former Rumble winner, uh, but he came back. I don't remember when this was. Was he teaming with Eugene at this point? Uh, but he's wearing the blue shorts rather than the, the tights and the trunks and the Speedo. Uh, he's in. We got some. We got legends galore. And at 165, a man that gravity forgot, Mr. Neville, in our greatestest Royal Rumble. And following him is another wrestler that won a Royal Rumble. Uh, let's get Big John Studd in here. At 166. The eliminations aren't coming fast. That's just, that's again, trust me when I say this is how it's supposed to go. We get a sip of water. I had one of my famous Yasso bars, and they coat your mouth and make it a little tricky to talk when you don't have Doc Manson to, you know, bear the lion's share of the chatting. Uh, but it's supposed to happen this way. 166 wrestlers, eight eliminations. You know, at some point we'll be doing 166 eliminations and only eight new wrestlers. That's just the way of the world here. And at 167, um, another wrestler I would have loved to see wrestle The Undertaker. Uh, give me Rusev. Give me Rusev at 167. All right, how are we going to make this work here? I need to keep the pages open so that I can flip back and forth easily, but I also want a clean writing surface, so we'll just do it like that. Although, no, I need the down arrow either way. Uh, 168, another ECW original, The Sandman, who was in at least one Royal Rumble. He is in. And then one of the great entrances in Rumble history... People won't remember it, but I loved it when that 10 hit and Ty Dillinger got to make his debut at number 10, the perfect 10. Uh, that was a great moment for me. I like Ty Dillinger a lot, and I like Shawn Michaels, so let's get another Shawn Michaels. This is the born-again sort of 2000s version of Shawn Michaels, which many, and maybe I'm one of them, would consider the best version of Shawn Michaels that we got. Uh, and let's go with another wrestler who's in here quite a lot. This is the OG original Y2J, Chris Jericho. We got a bunch of Jerichos. At least two or three have made it in uh, since we did this. Uh, the last person we eliminated was a Jericho. Uh, Dolphy Ziggs. Dolphy Ziggs getting that elimination. Uh, at 172, let's get the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, in. And then let's finally get another elimination. Elimination 9, we are saying goodbye to a Sami Zayn. Uh, the, the Castro version of Sami Zayn. This will be where the tricky part comes in. 
The tricky part will come in now that I have multiple pages of wrestlers. I have to flip and find uh, where Sami Zayn is on my list. And that will be a little tricky. There he is at number 59. I didn't write those numbers down. So that's where the stalling will start. But that's okay. I'm okay with a little bit of stalling uh, now and then. And I got, all right, so there's Dolphy Ziggs at number 29. Uh, do we go with a fourth dice at this point? We might need to. We might need to. This will be the last third dice roll. Um, and then we'll go with a, we'll add a fourth one. So 22. So that's one. Uh, he's going to get eliminated. Am I okay with that? The, the answer is Jeff Jarrett, double J. That doesn't make a lot of sense for double J to eliminate Sami Zayn. So looking around there, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give this to hustle loyalty and respect. I'm going to give it to John Cena. And maybe that is because uh, I am uh, a couple of days away, or actually weeks away, um, from Cena and Zayn wrestling each other at that last SmackDown of 2022. Owens and uh, Cena versus Roman and Sami Zayn. So that's, that's why I'm going to do that. So John Cena getting himself an elimination. Uh, he's eliminating um, Sami Zayn. And where's my fourth dice? Oh, I already brought it over. We'll have the fourth. I didn't bring any other dice, so four is going to have to be it. Uh, there was an a earlier version of this draft. This, not, it's not a draft. This Royal Rumble where I was doing good and then I accidentally, I was trying to, to do something that I thought would help and I accidentally saw who was going to win. And it broke my heart because the person who was going to win is our next entrant and I would have loved to let this guy win, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, Joey Two Belts, uh, in at 173. Maybe he'll win. And at 174... Uh, we're going to bring in another wrestler that, again, doubt you remember him at all, let alone, let alone that he was in a rumble, Daniel Pewter. Remember Daniel Pewter? I barely remember Daniel Pewter, but he's in at 174. And at 175, let's get another Cesaro, because one is not enough. Let's get the real American back when he had a first name, Antonio Cesaro. And then at 176, what I love about this is I'm seeing names that in all of my previous versions, I don't think we're ever in. We never got to that level. Uh, so let's bring in former member of the Spirit Squad, uh, Kenny Dykstra. I think he was just Kenny. He had the headband, but I don't think he was a Spirit Squad. I think he was just, you know, one of those, hey, I'm a great athlete wrestlers. Uh, Kenny Dykstra is in, and amazingly enough... For our 10th elimination, uh, we're going to eliminate Antonio Cesaro. He just got here. I know he just got here, uh, but that's how it works sometimes. These numbers show up very close to each other. That's how these random things work. And so Antonio Cesaro is going to get eliminated by, maybe it will be another version. Maybe it'll be himself. Maybe it'll be another member of the party. Let's find out here. 10, 16, 32, 37 is the number. So I'm looking for 87 here. Um, you know what? It's, I apologize to Carl Anderson, 
but it's not going to be you because when you can give the American Badass Undertaker an elimination, you do. So Cesaro's getting taken out by the American Badass. Just a rough, you know, he showed up at the wrong point in time for Mr. Cesaro. Uh, Taker gets his first elimination, tossing uh, Cesaro. From Superman to another muscle-bound freak, and he called people his freaks, Big Papa Pump is in at 177. He was briefly in the WWE, right around that era, sadly, with my watching. Maybe that's why I stopped watching. And then at 178, this non-wrestler was in, and in the very first version of this I tried to do, he eliminated William Regal, and it broke my heart because it happened first. It was the first elimination of the entire thing. I should have known from that moment that that version was doomed to fail. Michael Cole in at 178. I eventually had to put a bounty on his head. I eventually got so mad because he had eliminated a couple of people that I put a bounty on his head, um, hoping somebody would eliminate him. Uh, that was that was the mindset that I was in uh, back then. I said we were going to have many versions of Glenn Jacobs. This is one of the few that didn't involve Kane. This is the fake Diesel. Fake Diesel was in a Royal Rumble. I'm assuming 97 would make sense timeline-wise. So he comes in. And then at 180, former NWA champion Trevor Murdoch uh, of Cade and Murdoch. I don't believe Lance Cade was ever in one, but Trevor Murdoch was. He'll join us at 180. And we had a fake Diesel. Let's get the real thing. Uh, Diesel is in. I know we have the bodyguard version in. This is uh, 96, 95, 96 Diesel. Actually, no, more 96. This is, I'm already mentally on the way out. I'm mentally heading to WCW. This is like Outsiders, as close as we get to Outsiders Kevin Nash, which is good because we have Outsiders Scott Hall, so maybe they'll find each other and team up. 182, I love this wrestler. Bam, bam, Bigelow is in. Hopefully we'll get him some eliminations and he can last a good long time in at 182. And let's add another one of my favorites, uh, a wrestler that really blew my mind when he arrived in the WWF in 95-ish, because I had never seen anything like it before, being a sheltered kid, Goldust. Goldust, with all of his flamboyant antics that were brand new to me, um, shows up at 183. And at 184, now doing the good fight against traumatic brain injuries, Chris Nowinski is in. And here's another elimination here. Uh, B-squared is getting eliminated. Uh, he came in at 146, lasted about 40 wrestlers. And now he is gone, and he is sent packing by 15, 20, 38. This will test my mental math here. Um, he's going to be sent packing by, let's see, looking around there. We'll give this a, we'll give this to this person, Viscera. Viscera is going to toss B squared. So Big Vis wearing his trash bags. He gets himself an elimination, sending out B squared. And then from B squared to the B.A. Billy Gunn, 
Uh, Mr. Badass himself, one half of the New Age Outlaws, is in. Uh, hopefully he's avoiding Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack, because they'd be gunning for him. They would be gunning for him. And let's get another elimination. I told you, eventually they start happening faster and slightly more furious. Number 99, Farouk, Acolyte Farouk, is out. We still have a couple other versions, but the first version is out. Uh, interestingly enough, a Ministry of Darkness member eliminated uh, our last combatant, and then very soon after, a Ministry of Darkness member uh, has to go. And let's see here. 10, 14, 16, 28. He will be sent packing by this. I think this makes sense. Uh, Mankind. Mankind is going to get his first elimination. And he eliminates Farouk. So going to bat with the ministry or maybe even the corporate ministry and getting somebody out of there. Oh, another elimination. Three out of four. And this one hurts a little bit. Owen Hart, the sole survivor who came in at number 12. He is being eliminated here. And let's put his name down. And then we can determine his uh, eliminator. We've got 20. We've got 26, 36, 44. Uh, So... You know what? I'm not going to count. I'm just going to trust that I can do the math. 31, so number 13 here. Tito Santana eliminating Owen Hart. That doesn't seem right to me. Let's give this one to Umaga. Let's give that to Umaga. Let's let Umaga have that one. He can toss. I I don't question uh, that Umaga could toss Owen Hart. Of any version. And we have other versions of Owen Hart coming, including, of course, my favorite one. Uh, But let's keep the eliminations going. Let's get three in a row and let's get rid of somebody who just got in. He was mailing it in at the end anyways. Uh, 1996's Diesel is out. He has been sent packing. And he will be sent packing by... Where are we here? Losing my place, and that's okay. Uh, he will be sent packing by, well, let me check my numbers again, 37, 41, 45. So he will be sent packing by, you know what? We're going to get back-to-back Foley eliminations, uh, but this time Cactus Jack. Oh, and actually it's not. I forgot about Umaga. So, but Foley's going to get uh, two out of three. So we had Farouk eliminated by Mankind, Owen Hart by Umaga, and now Diesel by Cactus Jack. So that's where we are at. At this point, will we get another elimination? Can we get four in a row? We will not, but we will get our first female combatant. Uh, There were females who competed in the men's Moral Rumble, and this one is awesome. She is awesome Kong, in fact, Karma. In at 186, she could win this whole thing. Oh, another quick elimination. Sadly, sadly, elimination number 15, Gold Dust is out. Uh, that was quick for Mr. Goldie. Maybe Roddy Piper eliminated him. We'll find out here. 20, 35, 41, 57. So it will be, let's see, it's gold dust. You know what? It'll make sense here. 
let's let Booker T, legendary Booker T, is going to eliminate future... Well, this is interesting. So this is legendary Booker T. So the closest Booker T we have to present day, eliminating the earliest version of Goldust. So in Booker T's mind, he knows that Goldust is going to eventually become his partner. But Goldust doesn't know that. So, you know... And, and I don't know how Goldust would, but you could figure that out if you want to write that story. But Booker T eliminating his prior partner and Goldust was eliminated by his future partner. That's how the timelines are weird here in the greatestest Royal Rumble. Speaking of greatestest, let's get a member of the world's greatestest tag team. Shelton Benjamin is our next combatant in at 187. Ooh, this one hurts a wee bit. Not terribly, because there's another version of him, but we're, lo we're losing the second version of Cesaro. Departy has lost its Swissman, for now. Uh, the, the We Are Debar Cesaro, I believe, still exists. But uh, Cesaro is out. He is the first person I... I don't know if that's true. He's eliminated someone and now has been eliminated himself. Uh, so we need to find where is legendary Booker T. We found Cesaro easy enough, but where is legendary Booker T? Ah, there he is. Very close to Cesaro, in fact. Let's see here. 1920, 3744. It will be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is going to eliminate Cesaro, which, again, in my mind, makes perfect sense and is a perfectly valid elimination. Give up, give one for the prize fighter. And coming in at 188, one half of Eminem, Joey Mercury. One half of Eminem, one half of, what was it? J&J Security. So we've got both members of J&J Security in now, albeit in different timelines. Again, I'd give you money if you were able to, without being prompted or doing research, if you remembered that this guy even wrestled, let alone was in a Royal Rumble, Kenzo Suzuki in at 189. And following him at 190, we've got X-Pac. So a couple of members of DX are now in the Greatestest Royal Rumble. But do you know who's not? Because we're going to get a whole bunch of eliminations here on this page. Uh, I imagine a gang of wrestlers got together to coordinate the elimination of number 110, the One Man Gang. One man gang is out. He says farewell. And let's see here. 20, 36, 45, 53. We've got 29. So we're looking for number 24. This all makes sense in my head. Um, who's got eliminated? <laughs> One man gang. All right. So if we're looking at where I rolled, I came out with legendary Roddy Piper. Well, that can't work. Legendary Roddy Piper can't eliminate the one-man gang. 80s, 90s Roddy Piper? Sure. But that legendary Roddy Piper barely could get into the ring. Looking around his name, there is only one wrestler with the strength, the savagery, 
the skills, and dare I say the superpowers, to eliminate the one-man gang. So one-man gang is being tossed by, yes, the hurricane. We can assume maybe it was a group effort and the hurricane coordinated it, or maybe he just got in that one magical choke slam that he needed to send one man gang back to the 80s and coming in from the 80s the natural butch reed not to be confused with hacksaw butch reed i love that in the uwa like mid-south you had two hacksaws hacksaw jim duggan and hacksaw butch reed what modern day promoter would allow that nobody i say but what we will allow here is we will allow our second version of Scott Steiner to enter at 192. This is the version that was pound for pound, perhaps the best wrestler in the world in the early 90s, you know, 91 to 93. I don't know that there was anyone better than Scott Steiner in that moment. Um, oh, my God. Talk about a wrestler who has not shown up. Oh, oh I'm sick. Oh, the honey duck's coming back up. Oh, I don't want Ryback to be in this. But I suppose, but I suppose Ryback doesn't qualify for a bad guy rule. He's not in the same vein as Mr. McMahon. He's not in the same vein as like a James Ellsworth. Um, he's just an idiot. And I can't punish him so much for being an idiot. So we'll let him in at 193. We'll let him in. We're not going to let him eliminate anybody. We're going to pretend he's not here. And we're going to hope he gets eliminated soon. Like a gold dust or like a Cesaro. Let's just hope he's kicked out soon. That's where we're at for that. All right. On to our fourth page. Goodness. We have Chainsaw Charlie. Let's get the man behind the mask. Let's get former NWA champion Terry Funk is in. This, this match just got a whole lot more high hardcore, and now it just got a whole much more ca Canadian? Is he Canadian? Tyson Kidd? Is Tyson Kidd Canadian? He's kind of, sort of part of... Oh, no, he is part of the Hart family because he married Natalia, I suppose. So he's Hart by, by marriage, same with like, like a Neidhart sort of thing. So, yeah, I suppose we can say Tyson... It, I don't know if he's actually Canadian, but either way, he's in the thing. He's in the thing. And 196, this guy historically, in our multiple attempts, has always done well. Jack Swagger. So we had, we were going to have the Real Americans, but Cesaro, Antonio Cesaro got himself tossed. And now we just got a whole lot more tall, because coming in at 197 is the great Kali. And at 198, we have Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Not DX Hunter, this is Blue Blood Hunter. So hopefully Henry Godwin finds him and we can have a repeat of that great uh, hog pen match. Uh, the other half of the New Age, in New Age Insiders. Wow. Wow, that just rolled right off the tongue. Uh, the New Age Outlaws. Road Dog is in at 199. Another person whom in one version or another I had a bounty on because I just wanted him out of this tournament. Uh, but Road Dog is in at 199. And at 200, I love this guy. Hope he does well. He did well in an earlier version. Hakushi in at 200. We're approaching the two-hour mark. And I had said that these episodes would be about two hours long. Um, 
Let's stop for a slight moment and do some math. There are 1,050 cells on this document. I'm at cell 216. So what's 216 divided by 1,050? We are approximately about 20% done. Um, I want this to be about five episodes. I've blocked off about five episodes of content for this. So I could stop now, but I'm having a good time and I kind of don't want to go home yet. So let's keep going and maybe we'll find, uh, maybe an elimination will happen that will be so perfectly set up that we'll just have to go with it, okay? So stick with me, let's, let's, let's persevere. Let's get 201 in here and let's get the glorious Robert Roode in at 201. And I'd love to watch this dream matchup. Let's let Robert Roode take on the mighty Hercules. 203. We have different versions of Mark Henry. This is the earliest version. I don't even think this is nation version. This might be just I'm the world's strongest man version that didn't really have a character. He was just the guy. Uh, but you want to talk about character. At 204, this is Rock Prime 2000 era rock, top of his game, haven't left for Hollywood yet, rock, in at 204. Stone Cold's still in here somewhere. We've got Takers, we've got Foley's, talent coming out our ears. And at 205, uh, the guy who showed he was a heel by not playing his awesome violin theme music, Shinsuke Nakamura, heel version, in at 205. And at 206... Uh, the weaker half of power and glory, uh, but that tag team does come in within five spots of each other. Paul Roma is in. Now we're back to a just run of entrance. Next up, the youngest member of Evolution, Randy Orton. We're going to have many versions of Randy Orton. This is the youngest one. I do sort of appreciate when we start with the younger versions, but Orton is in. And at 208... Nope, don't write Rebel Heart. That's his theme song. Johnny Gargano in at 208. Uh, I don't think we've seen Ciampa. I'm not even sure if Ciampa's been in a rumble. If I'm Actually, I don't think he has. Uh, at 209, we get an older version of Dolph Ziggler, the show-off Dolph Ziggler. I don't even think this is the earliest version. I think it's somewhere kind of in the middle. And you want to talk about people with different versions. Let's get the one-man band Heath Slater in here. He is a one-man band. He'll be part of a three-man band, and he'll be part of the Nexus at some point. But for now, this is the latest version, one-man band. And now he was in a team. He was in a team with Titus O'Neil. They were called Slater Gator. Um, Titus O'Neil's half of the team was called Gator because the Florida Gators. So let's get the Alligator Man. Let's have our 200, 211th wrestler be Skinner. And at 212, we have the prime version. Let's get the legendary version of the Hurricane. Shorter hair, older, little chunkier, but still great. Still, we all need to stand back when he comes out. And at 213, here comes the money. We now have both uh, progeny of uh, Vince McMahon in here. We have Hornswoggle, and now we have Shane McMahon. 214, 
we get the Warlord. I love me some Warlord. This is Powers of Pain Warlord, which is just fine. There's nothing wrong with Powers of Pain Warlord. Not my favorite Warlord. We'll get to him eventually, but this is a good one. He's in. And at 215, goodness. Entrance coming out your ears. Santino Morella with the Cobra is in. We have one version of him. Now we get the NXT version when he had a first name, Alexander Rusev, who made a surprise entrant in the Rumble from NXT, Alexander Rusev, Lana in tow. And at 217, one half of the Hart Foundation, 80s version of Brett the Hitman Hart is in. And at 218, hopefully he gets his act together, Riddle Von Erich in at 218. And there we go. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold the phone. Hold your horses. Hold on to your butts. What did we do? This says Alberto Del Rio. Who did we replace? Did we replace him with Scott Hall? Is that what we did? So if I go up to number 143, this is 235. Let's take a moment and do some checking here. If I go up to one, somewhere around 145, after the model, yeah, okay. So unfortunately, sad that it works out this way, but that's just how it goes. Um, whoops, went too far. Luckily, didn't get much spoiled. Uh we technically need to say to Scott, say goodbye to Scott Hall. Scott Hall has been eliminated. This will be elimination number 18, coming after 218. So we have 200 wrestlers in this thing. Uh, Scott Hall has been eliminated. Uh, didn't have didn't eliminate anybody. He was in for you know just about well 80 names or so. Uh, the Hurricane was the last person to eliminate someone. I don't remember where the Hurricane is. So let's do this. 39, 45, 55, 64. Wow. Big, big roll there. Got lucky with that roll. Where are you, Hurricane? Why can't I find you? See, I had been putting little dots next to it. Oh, there it is. And actually, I suppose that does work. I've been putting little dots next to who... Um, the last person to eliminate someone is. So all the people who have eliminations have dots, so it is easier to scan. But now, of course, I forgot. I think I said 64. So from 25 to 64, when I'm 64. So that means that this elimination is Scott Hall by, let's see here. Should be that person. Could be this, this, this. I could make an ABA taker. But you know what I'll do? I will give it to Daniel Bryan with his yes movement. Uh, Scott Hall by Daniel Bryan getting some serious yes chants. That makes sense. All right. At 219, we've seen him as R-Truth. Now we're going to see him as K-Quick. He is in. And at 220, the other half of the primetime players. Now doing well for himself, I believe, in New Japan Strong, Darren Young. And at 221, the son of a plumber, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. He's just a common man, likes to fix stuff with his hands. I don't know if that's actually the lyrics, but that's always what I sing when I 
hear the song in my head. Dusty Rhodes is in. And elimination number 19. He just got crossed off the list. That Chris Jericho is done. I have a picture in my head of where I put that version. And I was right. I was right. All right. Jericho is out. Eliminated by 12, 13, 14, 25. Uh, eliminated by... Hmm. Let's see here. Any good ones? Mm, let's give it to Brood Eye. Let's let Brood Eye do it. Brutus Beefcake eliminating Jericho. He'll be on the list, that Beefcake. But he gets himself an elimination, our 19th. So we still have just over 200 wrestlers. But now we're getting our 20th elimination. Crush of Demolition is done. So now again to try to determine where I put Crush. I should... At some point, it may behoove me um, to go through... There he is. At some point, it may behoove me to go through and do like an alphabetized list with their entrance numbers, which would make it easier for me to find. But I've been doing so well without having a lot of paper that I'm just going to keep going. So let's see here. Uh, 20, 30, 42. Life, the universe, and everything. 42. Crush from Demolition has been eliminated, and he was eliminated by... Let's see here. Looking around at the names. Let's give this one to the big boss man. Let's let 80s boss man do some hard time on 80s or 90s-ish crush. I think that makes the most sense. So 221 entrance, 20 eliminations. So we are close to 200. Let's see here. Will we get another elimination or will it be an entrance? It's another elimination, three in a row. They are going to start happening that way. Uh, before anyone else in the Wyatt family is able to save him, Eric Rowan is out. Who tossed him? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. 20, 31, 38. When I start saying things like that, I know it's time for me to do another Maddie Matheson binge. Because he says things like that. What did I say the number was? 30. Did I say 38? I honestly don't remember. And I'm going to say 38. Just to keep the ball moving here. 38. So 193. Nope. I will refuse to let it be Ryback. Je refuse. But I will let it be Scotty Steiner from the 90s. He could toss anybody. And he's going to eliminate... Eric Rowan. So now we're down to 200 and the eliminations continue or don't continue, but we get somebody who, you know, again, you will remember the character because it was ridiculous. I want a story and maybe one exists. I want a story on the thinking and the thought process behind the fake Diesel and the fake Razor Ramon. What was the point? I think it was probably just to mess with WCW, but I don't know. But the fake Razor Ramon is in at 222. And at 223, Japanese buzzsaw Tajiri. 
I hope he does well in this. Love me some Tajiri. And at 224, he's known as Big Bill now. But we knew him best as Big Cass. He is in. He's seven foot tall. And you can't teach that. And finally, 225 in. He's got good numbers this time. Drew McIntyre makes his first appearance. And this is the early version, chosen one version. Not to be confused with 3MB version or... Um, the current version, of course, that we'll see. And at 226, we've got Dean Ambrose. And this is after the S.H.I.E.L.D. version of Dean Ambrose is in. And then at 227, Kurt Angle, legend Kurt Angle. I don't remember what era that would be. I assume he may be in the 20... Did he make an appearance in the 2010s in a Rumble? I couldn't, I can't tell you, and I don't want to look it up. But I'm, we're going to call him Legend Kurt Angle, and we're going to go from one legend to another, though slightly different. Uh, we're going to go with Carlito when he came back wicked buff, ridiculously buff, um, and had a Rumble appearance uh, in the relatively recent past. And in 229, let's get the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. I believe that makes... The second Jinder Mahal appearance. Oh, sad times for me. Because our 22nd elimination is uh, one of my favorite parts of ECW. And that would be Taz. So Taz, who entered at 64, is eliminated 22nd. He did make it, you know, over 150 spots. Uh, the last person who eliminated is Scotty Steiner. We've got here 25 and 32, so that makes 57. Remember that number. That's 37, so we're going back to 20 here, and we're going to give it to him. Sorry, Tyler. Love you, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. But if you can give an, an elimination to Haku, you do. And 80s Haku is going to be the person to eliminate uh, Taz. Because if somebody's going to eliminate Taz, might as well be Haku. At 2.30, an even creepier version of the character. Um, but by then, I just didn't care about him anymore. The artist formerly known as Gold Dust. So now we have a Cody Rhodes, a Dusty Rhodes, and a version of a Dustin Rhodes. Albeit a weird one. And Luna's there, too. Elimination number 23 will come in the form of the model, Rick Martell, uh, who came in right before Scott Hall. So those two now uh, entered together and now eliminated, not together, but that's two in a row, technically, that has been eliminated. Now this, it would make more sense to be Tyler Breeze, but he's too busy playing Uno. 28, 39, 49, 52. He's too busy, busy playing Uno for that. So instead, it will be John Morrison, which actually, again, that's a close second. Uh, model Martel by Morrison. Yeah, that's the kind of elimination that, that makes sense there. You have one pretty person after teaming with him a bunch, eliminating another one. Uh, at 2.31, in 97, AAA and WWF had a deal. 
uh, because WWF realized late that you know having luchadors would be a good thing, and they thought let's get a bunch of big non high flying luchadors, and amazingly that didn't work. Although this is the one with the best mask. This is Cybernetico. Cybernetico in at two thirty one, and at two thirty two. Uh, I love this wrestler, even though he had he had a relationship with a mop. Let's just say it. Let's just admit it. He had a relationship with a mop. Perry Saturn in at 232. And at 233, shocking the world, uh, in 2001, they decided, hey, you know who should be in the Royal Rumble this year? The Honky Tonk Man. That's what people want to see. That's going to sell some tickets. That'll put some butts in the seats. Let's have the Honky Tonk Man show up. Um, at 2.34, the name on the list is Chris Benoit, and I won't do it. I will watch Chris Benoit matches. Um, I have my own uh, sense of morality with that. You may not agree with it, but it's how the morality inside my head works. Uh, but I don't want to give him... Uh, a huge amount of time on this, and I certainly don't want him in a chance to win. So Chris Benoit will not be in. Instead, I'm going to replace him with a wrestler who very sadly never had himself a rumble moment, uh, Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko is going to take the place of Chris Benoit due to my beyonder GM powers, um, and he will be in at 234. And then for elimination 24... We're going to say goodbye to the OG Kane. This has not been a good time for Kane. He has not had, you would think, in a greatestest Royal Rumble, Kane would have a field day and be tossing people left, right, and center. But it's not to be. It is not to be. Uh, let's see. Who had the last elimination? Let me look. Check my notes. It was, oh, Morrison, that's right, John Morrison did. Where are you, Morrison? There you are, you're at that number. Let's see, 14, 26, 29, 39, 48. All right. So, who is this? Who just got eliminated? Kane got eliminated. Uh, and which of these names? You know what? We're going to give it right to the person who got the uh, who got the role. All hail King Booker, or excuse me, all hail King Booker, and King Booker eliminated the masked Kane. All right, we've got a couple Corbins in this. Coming in at two thirty-five is the Lone Wolf Baron Corbin. Uh, no crease, but also no hair. Because that hair was just sad. That hair was so sad. And I say that as someone who has somewhat sad hair. That hair was sad. Uh, if this were a fair world, this wrestler would come in and immediately get eliminated and then happily march to the back because it is Bushwhacker Butch in at 236. And at 237, another member of the Ministry of Darkness, thankfully wearing clothes, Midian. And from one hoss to one of the hossiest hosses to ever hoss, it's time, it's time, it's Vader time at 2.38. And again, let's get another hoss there. 
in 2006, Road Warrior Animal was in the Rumble. I'm assuming this is around when he was teaming with Heidenreich, but he's in at 239. And then let's just continue with with Hawes's here. Uh, Legendary Diesel. Now, technically, Diesel and Kevin Nash have both had legend appearances. I'm lumping them together and calling it Diesel. Um, just because I feel like it. We have one test. He's an un-American. Let's get the other test who was part of TNA. And then let's continue. This is now six hosses in a row here. And let's get one half of Billy and Chuck. Let's get Chuck Palumbo. Um, but he's got the red trunks and the red headband um, and the weird storyline. We have a legendary version. Let's get the version that won himself a Royal Rumble. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He beats people up. And he's in at 243. Well, that's disappointing. Uh, Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko is is gone. He made it less than 10 inch. Well, I think exactly 10 entrants. Um, this was not this was not a Malenko thing to win. Let's be real. This was not a Malenko thing to win. Uh, he was he wasn't even supposed to be here today. That's the sort of thing we're dealing with here. Not even supposed to be here today because he wasn't in a rumble. Uh, so let's see. We've got 25, 30, 38. I hope you enjoy my math, and I really don't care if you don't. I'm not going to worry about it here. Psychosis has gotten a lot here, and let's... You know what? Let's do this. As much as I would love Malenko to be eliminated by a mankind or a boss man, let's have it be... Let's, let's do something I've never done in the 12-plus hours of recording. I'm going to do a double elimination here. And what I mean by that is I'm giving an elimination to Psychosis and to Super Crazy because they came out so close near each other, they teamed up to eliminate Malenko. Malenko got eliminated by the Mexicools, and it does make sense for Malenko's time to end by a luchador or two. So he's out. And then back-to-back eliminations here. The one-man band who made it only slightly longer. Where are you, Heath? Actually, that's not true. He made it quite a bit longer. He made it, you know, 24 more spots. Um, He is done... He's kaput. So he is eliminated, and that will be by... Who shall it be by? I can't even remember. He's Slater. Eliminated by... Let's give our first elimination, because I do love him so much. Let's give an elimination to Hakushi. So Hakushi gets to eliminate the one-man band. All right, let's keep going. Though my throat is getting a bit dry, so I'm thinking here, let's get to around 250 entrants, and then we will, in fact, wrap things up and call it a day. Uh, Entrant number 244 is wrestling referee Danny Davis. He's in. Uh, Dangerous Danny Davis. And then, again, a wrestler we would have expected to see more of by now, because he's got a couple different versions. It's the big show, and we we are... distinguishing between big shows exclusively by hairstyle exclusively by hairstyle Uh, this is bald big show not to be confused with long hair big show and short hair big show this is bald more current big show 
And then I can't believe he lasted this long on probably no good hips. Legendary Roddy Piper, who came in at number 24, is out. He is done. And he was eliminated by... Let's see. He was eliminated by... Oh, well, we finally hit a number that somebody already had been eliminated. So let's give this to the person who also uh, technically... Did he retire, Kurt Angle? Technically? I don't know. Let's give it to Baron Corbin. So Baron Corbin, Lone Wolf Corbin, eliminating uh, Roddy Piper. The show must go on, so another legend must be eliminated. Uh, and this one is Christian. So legendary Christian. Where were you? That was a while ago. So you are somewhere. That's where you are. You are somewhere. I, I can promise you that you are somewhere. And I could, you know, I am aware that I could just stop recording, find him, and then start recording again. There you are at 128, in between Bad News Brown and Jamal. All right. So, Baron Corbin, the Lone Wolf, got the last elimination. And so we go to... Back to the first page here. And we are going to give this elimination, we'll give it to the first time to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns will get his first elimination taking out Christian. I almost made it AJ Styles. I did almost make it AJ Styles, imagining they have some sort of TNA history. Uh, but I decided to let, let the role be the role and let it be uh, Roman Reigns. Coming in at 246 is JTG. He was in a bunch of Rumbles, if I remember correctly. Uh, he showed up a bunch. Shad Gaspard, sadly, never part of a Rumble, as far as I am aware. And, oh, he hid under the ring as long as he could, but eventually everybody finds Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle is eliminated. And let's see here. He was eliminated by, oh goodness, all high numbers. Why did I choose 20 sided dice? Uh, 68. Uh, so, he was eliminated by, it's not going to be Shane Douglas. Hell no. Uh, he's going to be eliminated by nation member Farouk. That's where it rolled, that's where it will be. So, nation member Farouk eliminating. Hornswoggle. We're at 29 eliminations, 246 entrance, and we only have five spaces left before I end the page. And when I end the page, even if I don't get to 250, I am going to end the episode. We did, what, four pages, full pages today? I think that's plenty here. Oh, such a shame. A huge hoss with a great character. That's no fun to see go. Uh, Hall of Pain, Mark Henry is out. It's interesting how I do have some little memory of where on the paper they were. I was like, Mark Henry, he was near the top, and I was able to go find that fairly quickly. 33. Uh, so let's see, where did we leave off? Who had the last elimination? Nation Farouk, right? Yeah, Nation Farouk. And so we are going to have Mark Henry 
you know, it would make sense for a Haas to eliminate a Haas. And so let it be again, right? The number, not changing anything, not using my GM points here, but let's let Jamal of three minute warning be the guy to send the hall of pain packing. And then let's go with another one. Again, I told you they're going to happen a little more frequently here. Even if we say goodbye to someone I love one half of the world's greatest tag team, Shelton Benjamin, is done. He's out of here. It's over. And let's see. 12, 15, 17, 36. Uh, let's see. Shelton Benjamin eliminated by... There's options here, I suppose. Uh, I'm going to tweak it just because I'm going to give it to a wrestler I like. I'm going to let Rusev eliminate Shelton Benjamin. Shelton by Rusev. All right. Three more names. Be them eliminations or entrance. Then I'm going to take myself a break and have a two and a half hour episode for you. Oh, no. <laughs> the biggest hoss. Oh, Yoko, you didn't do anything. You didn't eliminate anybody. You just... You just sort of hung around for 200 names or so. That's that, that's the sad times. This is sad times for me. All right, Yoko, we're going to we're going to play it legit here. We're going to play it legit. We'll let you go and you will be eliminated by Ooh. Ah. The official name is Hunter Hearst Helmsley. The closest big-time Haas. I, I would really rather not do this. Um, uh, yeah, it makes the most sense, I suppose. Uh, Yokozuna is going to be eliminated by the great Kali. And no, I don't feel good about it. No, I don't feel good about it. I'd, I'd prefer it didn't happen, but... That's what this tournament's going to do. It's going to break my heart in a bunch of different ways. And it's going to have our fifth elimination in a row as we say farewell to the Warlord. The Warlord is done. Again, not my favorite Warlord, so I'm more okay with it. But you never want to say goodbye to the Warlord. Um, and he will be eliminated by... Bret Hart. Bret Hart, 80s Bret Hart is going to eliminate him because I'm not letting Matt Riddle do it. Uh, Matt Riddle's in the thing, but he's not doing it. So Bret Hart eliminates the Warlord. This is it, friends. Let's hope for a good one. I want a big name entrant or I want a big deal elimination. Okay, we'll get a big deal elimination here. 34 eliminations. That is my lucky number or my favorite number. So I suppose that works. And let's eliminate... Shawn Michaels, 2000s Shawn Michaels, in fact, uh, is going to be eliminated. And he will be eliminated by... Uh, bear with me. Let's see here. We've got that. We've got that. So... Hmm. He will be eliminated by... No. Um... We'll do this. We'll end here. It's not going to be Jonathan Coachman. That's the name that I pulled. I refuse. Uh, we're going to do a big-time push for a wrestler that should have had a big-time push, 
Shawn Michaels, 2000s Shawn Michaels, is going to be eliminated oops, by the intellectual savior of the masses, Damian Sandow. And that will be how we end episode one. 246 entrants, 34 eliminations, including two, four, nine that happened in the last 15 or so n- names. So we're getting there. We're almost up to half. We're up close to having half of the entrance in, which means that eventually it is going to be a whole bunch of eliminations. And the last one... Uh, Shawn Michaels eliminated by Damian Sandow. I'm okay with that, and I know you are too. Uh, this is working lovely. I'm delighted. I'm ending this episode on a positive note, which hasn't been happening the last few times. Uh, so I am delighted, and I look forward to uh, continuing this happy time with you. Although I just saw who got eliminated next. Not really a big deal. Uh, I'll be saying farewell. I'm DC Matthews. Have yourselves a fantastic few days. Uh, I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.